0: K.P.O.O. the only station in all of the Bay Area playing the music of the Bay Area. And right now in the K.P.O.O. studios I'd like to welcome Mr. San Francisco, San Francisco's very own Bonnie Simon to K.P.O.O. this afternoon. Hey, welcome. Thank you. Wow! So the very first club you opened was which one? Now the Blake Bed, and that was when? When that did you do that? It was in nineteen sixty oh, one. Nineteen sixty one. Oh,
1: that's going back. Way back. Uh-huh. To give you an idea of some of the artists that I had, mm-hmm. uh, O. C. Smith. I don't know if you remember O. Yes, C. Smith. Yes, of And uh, well, Merle Saunders, mm-hmm. uh, local guy. Local. I had Ike and Tina Turner oh, upstairs wow. yes. in the upper room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a host of uh, various artists. Uh, Before I brought in live entertainment, uh, the club was so popular with just a jukebox. Mm -hmm. On Friday and Saturday nights, we had people standing almost to the corner Mm. in a line trying to get in the club. Wow,
0: that's incredible. It was a very
1: popular club with the jukebox, recorded music.
0: Wow. So so was it hard keeping a club like that uh, going when you started off there? It was hard in that uh, it it was a learning
1: experience for me because I had not been in the actual club business. I had uh, been in the liquor catering business. Mm -hmm. And uh, fortunately, with all the problems I had with the post office, I did learn some management skills because I was a supervisor for five years Mm -hmm. in in a finance
0: station. So it was difficult at first, and mm-hmm. as ever, you know, you, you apply yourself to you that. Know. If I can throw out some names to some people and you can get some comments on them, like one uh, be Red Fox. Red, what an interesting guy. Uh, Red was appearing
1: in a place down uh, on Broadway called Sugar Hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, he and I became friend friendly, I'd go down and check his act out. That's while I had the uh, uh, playpen on Vizdaro mm-hmm. Street. And uh, we were nearing New Year's Eve, and I had gotten permission to stay open all night. And I told uh, Red when I went down to see him, I said, look, we're going to be rolling all night, man. if, if you want to check us out afterwards, you want some drinks, come on over. Mm-hmm. Red came over, and he got over to the club about 2.30, and he stayed on stage until 6 that morning. -hmm. Red Fox up at this point, and when he finished, I asked him. I said, "Red, I owe you any money, man?" He said, "Uh, "No, give me some of that cognac you got up there. You know how he talks." Mm -hmm. And that. uh,
0: What about uh, Miles Davis? Miles was a good friend. Mm -hmm. He was a good friend of mine. Yes, we were friendly. Uh, Sly Stone, of course, from the Bay Area. Sly got his first
1: shot at music, uh, public, public shot, Mm -hmm. at the Upper Room that mm-hmm. I had above the playpen. Yes. My son Mark came to me, he was a close friend of Sly, and he asked me if I, they could use the upper room on Sunday afternoons mm-hmm. to do some shows. Well I wasn't interested in Sly, I was really interested in getting my son Mark involved in something and mm-hmm. I thought it was a good idea. I even went out and bought him a trumpet.
0: Oh is that so, wow. Yeah,
1: And uh, he never learned to play it oh. hey. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway uh Sly and uh, his uh, group, this was their first appearance. Sly at that time was doing a DJ thing, I think for KRE, and uh, the deal was they were supposed to cut me in on half the door. I think they charged like two dollars to get in. Mm -hmm. And teenagers could come in with an adult, Mm -hmm. that was again on Sunday afternoons. Well, I think they did very well. We had a lot of people. But according to Sly, they never made any money, so they never gave me my half
0: <laughs> of the, oh, wow. the door. Uh, and, and from the Bay Area, Etta James from San Francisco, I'm pretty sure you have Good some memories story. Of her. Good <laughs> story.
1: How'd you happen to mention Ella. <laughs> uh, Ella was appearing for me over at the Full Moon Saloon when I converted it over to a rock club. Mm-hmm. And uh, she would pack them in. Mm. Ella was uh, the sweetheart of the gay population. They loved her, especially when she do that song, Tell Mama. Mm. Okay, and uh, one Saturday night, we had the place packed. Uh, hardly any more seating. Even standing room was gone. Nine o'clock came and Ella didn't show. Mm-hmm. Got on the phone. She was staying at a motel over on Lombard. And I asked, I said, Ella, you coming? She said, Oh, Bonnie, I was just about to call you. And I want to tell you, Bonnie, I can't make it. I said, oh no. Oh my goodness. I said, oh no, please. No, no. <laughs> I said, hello, we got people hanging from the rafters. See hmm. We got all these people who want to see you. Bonnie, I can't help it. You mind if I just tell you what she said? Hey, okay, go right ahead as long as we can see it on the radio. <laughs> okay. She said, I'm sitting on the Uh-oh. and I can't get off. Uh-oh, okay. <laughs> she said, that's it. I'm mm-hmm. not coming in. So she cursed me, gave, uh, gave me what I insisted. Mm-hmm. She cursed me out pretty good, and I decided I wasn't going to get it off the <laughs> So yes, to answer your question, I did know Edda very well. Hey,
0: that's great. I'm pretty sure a lot of uh, people in the political field, politicians, uh, dr- would drop by your club, one of your clubs at one time or another. One of the most famous
1: living politicians, as I say, in San Francisco and perhaps in the state of California was Willie L. Brown. Mm-hmm. Willie opened his first campaign headquarters right next door to where the playpen was, mm-hmm. and he'll tell the story if you ever see him, that the playpen was responsible for him losing the first election. Losing? Losing the first election, mm-hmm. the 18th district against Gaffney. Mm-hmm. But they were partying every night, and nobody was doing any work over there on his campaign. And so he tells the story, as I said. I was responsible for him leaving, the, uh, losing the election oh, I wow. I provided too much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What about Richard Nixon? President of the United States yeah, of America I met mr. Nixon when I was in Washington as I said I was director of staff recruitment for the mm-hmm. entire peace Corps, mm-hmm. not just a region mm-hmm. and uh, I got to na- uh, to meet him on a couple of occasions the last time I saw him a friend of mine from San Francisco who was very close to the White House Alan May he came to town Fred Martin I'm sorry he came to town and we went to the White House this was like after six o'clock. And uh, we were walking, he was showing me through, and out of the library comes the Secret Service and Mr. Nixon. He hmm. came over. That's the last time I saw him. I oh, had wow. met him before, but he shook my hand and said, oh. Hey, that's incredible. I was in it. So, what are you doing today? Anything in particular? I don't, I take care of my flowers. Mm-hmm. I have an orchard. I live over in uh, Marin County, in mm-hmm. Fe, And I do some writing. Oh, is that so right now I, I put everything aside and i'm writing my family history mm-hmm. because i'm afraid it's going to be lost
0: if i don't do that well you've got to do that kind of stuff uh, and you've got to put that information out so people get and, uh, hear it and it sounds like you got some uh, interesting uh, stories and some good stuff to tell i have some very good
1: stories yeah
0: for sure okay bonnie simon on KPO 89.5 fm any last words you might want to say to uh, san francisco and the bay area this afternoon no just
1: uh... i wish I would have known I was going to be on uh, radio. I would have certainly had
0: my wife listening. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> hey, that's great. I'd like to thank you for uh, dropping by. And uh, one last. Uh, yeah, Maya Angelo and I.
1: Actually, she says it's Angelou now. I'm not sure which one, how you pronounce it. But anyway, we worked on Fillmore when I was working for the post office. I'd work extra jobs in the evening and Maya and I worked at Melrose Record Shop, owned by Dave Rosenbaum. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maya sold records and I sold television sets. We had a television concession there. So we worked together I don't know how
0: long, but we certainly got to know each other well. Mm -hmm. So when you go down Fillmore Street today, what do you think of it? What comes across your mind? It's almost with sadness.
1: I walked Fillmore today from McAllister to Post and Fillmore, Mm -hmm. and
0: I find it very kind of sad, you know. You know, a lot of people do say the same thing. One uh, another person once told me, well, walking down Fillmore, they can remember back in the forties, a tear just comes down
1: their eye. It's easy to believe that because it was so. It was such a vibrant community mm-hmm. uh, during the war, World War II. It was so crowded, and this is not an exaggeration. It was so crowded mm-hmm. on Fillmore and also on Post Street that you had to walk sideways to get up and down the street.
0: Wow, it was that crowded. <laughs> That's incredible. A lot of action on Fillmore too. Uh, oh, any, yeah. Any particular reason why you couldn't have a club on Fillmore Street? No. Uh-huh.
1: No, uh-huh. I, uh, I just felt that there was a better opportunity here, uh-huh. on this uh, area. And then uh, also uh, during that period when I opened the club, uh, the redevelopment was in the process
0: uh-huh. of... Uh, yeah. Be developing the film. Be developing the, the film. <laughs> As did. All right, Bonnie Simon, I'd like to thank you for uh, dropping by this Friday afternoon, and it's uh, uh, g- been great having you on KPO Radio. I'd like to thank you for dropping by. It's been my pleasure. All right, hey, thanks. Thank you. All right, Bonnie. Simon.